Well, as I mentioned, it's a shorter message today because we have uh, food and fellowship waiting and we want to be able to get straight into that. I love the work that uh, Robin and, uh, and Lily have done with decorating the place. Love the Christmas theme that you guys put together. Let's just put our hands together one more time for uh, those that help. We know that there's a few that jumped in and, and, and joined them. And, uh, and of course, love the nativity scene and, and you know, just recognising that there's a... Um, a message there, right there in the nativity scene that we all need to be very aware of. And, uh, you know, um, how many know that Mary and Joseph didn't design the birth of Jesus? That wasn't their idea. And I really want to just talk about that a little bit. It was, you know, they were a part of the process of God uh, to bring a promised saviour into the world. And it's just something to think about. They were a part of that. It was a promise of God to mankind that actually needed their participation. It needed their partnership. And, and that's what we should reflect on this morning. And, you know, we are in some uh, seasons and times just like Mary and Joseph, uh, called to be a part of the process of God, um, to be uh, partnering with God's will in heaven, being done on earth. And we should welcome God's purposes being worked out in our lives. Those times when it's a surprise what God's doing, we should just partner with him and uh, be a part of that. And uh, sometimes it is a surprise what the Lord does and the way he does it. And it's that um, partnering that's so important, our participation by faith. You know, the birth of Jesus uh, couldn't have happened without their participation. Think about that. The birth of Jesus couldn't have happened without Mary and Joseph coming to the party, if you like. You know, the angelic, the angelic visitation, the Abraham, uh, say Abraham, the, um, the, the, the angel Gabriel made it clear uh, what God the Father was doing and how he would do it as well was made clear. All that was needed was their agreement to come into uh, agreement with what he was doing at that time. What a privilege it is, though, for us to partner with what the Lord's doing in the earth. What a privilege for us to be a part of it and to, to participate. And uh, I like, um, and we'll read from it in Luke chapter 1 and verse 26. It says, uh, in the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to, the, to a town in, the Galilee, in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin pledged in marriage to a man named Joseph, who was of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel appeared to her and said, Greetings, you are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. Praise the Lord. It's a big change uh, 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 in our lives when, like Mary, we realise that God is with us and, uh, and that he's not against us, that he loves us and that we're accepted in his favour and grace. What a difference it makes when we realise the Lord is wanting us to work with him and not just for him. What a difference that makes. What a little adjustment that is in our lives. And, you know, I would challenge some of you that are sitting here today that maybe that's just one of the little adjustments and one of the reflections uh, that you need to have as we go through this little pause. Where am I just working for you, Lord, and not working with you? You know, we want to be a part of what he's doing. And it's so much uh, an important thing that we become those people that work with God. And, of course, that, that means understanding what it is doing, what, you know, recognising and getting uh, wisdom from heaven as to what he's doing. Look at verse 29. 
it starts out and it says, Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. So the angel told her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive and give birth to a son, for you are to give him the name Jesus, and he will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will never end. What a good thing that we've got to look forward to. A kingdom that will never end. And, um, and we're a part of it. We're already citizens of that kingdom. Whether we appreciate, whether we walk in it as much as we should or not, we're already participating in the kingdom of God on earth. And, um, and of course, Mary understandably says, verse 34, how can this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin, how can this be? So Mary has a process question. How's this going to happen? It's the question of how is really uh, where she's coming from. And the angel refers to God's power in the earth, the presence of the Holy Spirit. It's a lesson for Mary that with God, nothing is impossible. Nothing's too hard for God. It's a lesson for Mary to get a hold of. In verse 35, it says, And the angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. And look, even Elizabeth, your relative, has conceived a son in her old age. And she who was called barren is in her sixth month. And you know, I just want to just stop and just consider what the angel is saying. Is look, even even in your family, this is this is coming to pass. There's process taking place. Even your relative Elizabeth has given, uh, uh, is now already expecting, and is in her sixth month. And I like verse 37. And I, I, I'm not sure that it's actually high enough for you to see it there, but it says, "For no word from God will ever fail." I'll say it again, verse 37. For no word from God will ever fail. And this is where we just kind of dovetail into the series that we've been teaching on for some time now about faith works. Faith works. And it's such a great word from uh, the angel Gabriel. I love it. We, and we, we, we see in that one verse our critical need for connection to the word of God. That one verse, we see that connection for um, for no word from God will ever fail. We make our connection with the word of God. And I tell you what, we'll see success. Failures be a thing of the past. Verse 37 in the International Standard Version says, Nothing is impossible with respect to any of God's promises. Praise the Lord. Verse 37. The Worrell New Testament says this, Because no word from God shall be without power. How's that? What's that? What a good word. No word from God shall be without power. And we should surrender our lives to the same influence. Like Mary, we should see God's promises and God's power for our lives as being our passport to experiencing the supernatural. His presence in our lives is something that we should pursue wholeheartedly with passion and desire. Not to be religious, but to have his presence and to know his presence and experience the power that comes with that. It's one of our core values here at Victory Life, that we be hearers of the word of God, 
that we be the ones that stand out, not because of our theological stance or you know our particular belief systems, but because we believe the Word of God was made flesh and now dwells amongst us. That's what we believe, isn't it? That he was made flesh, but he now dwells amongst us. And that we choose to partner with God's purposes by our agreement with his word in our lives. Hallelujah. And Mary gets it right. Mary understands and gets it right. Mary makes her submission to God clear. And so should we, whenever we get the opportunity to connect with God through his word, to, you know, make that participation clear. Mary submits to God by submitting to the word of God. That's where you get the connection. Mary submits to God by submitting to the word of God. And we should as well with God's promises because that's how we partner with God. That's how we live in the supernatural and experience God's grace and truth in our daily lives. Let's not get caught up in the world celebration of Christmas where the word of God loses its power. But let's be those who continue to agree with God's word and act on the word of God and see the fruit of it in our lives. His presence, his power. Amen. And of course, experience that. And of course, others get to see it as well. So let's pray today. Um, we're going to be uh, um, uh, moving over into, into, into uh, some physical food, but let's, let's just seal that spiritual food into our lives this morning as we pray and ask the Lord a blessing. Father, we again thank you for this um, opportunity to just be around, uh, Lord, the, the meat of your word, Lord God, the realisation that, Lord, in your, in your word we find life. Lord God, in your word we find that revelation, Father, that we can live off, Father. You, you said yourself, Lord, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Lord, we thank you for that word, Lord. We thank you for this word today, Lord God. Let it be sealed in our hearts as we go off and, and, and have um, holiday breaks during this season, Father. Let our pause be about your presence as well. Let us not just be laid out on the lounge watching a movie, Father. Let us be uh, uh, looking for your presence in our daily lives, Father, and drawing near to you, Lord, because we know that you've promised that you'll draw near to us. And we give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name. And everybody says, Amen. Amen. Amen.